1: Hello, welcome to the neither Nine podcast with me, Andrea Cleary, and him.
3: Nylor9. Hiya. Him
1: Niler Nine. <laughs> hey everyone. Um just thought I'd do the intro this week for a change. Which um, um, just, doing? you know, keeping it fresh, keeping that content fresh. Um, yeah. we are gonna be talking about um our favorite albums and songs and stuff from September, which is the month that we are currently coming to the end of. But first, Niall, yeah. how are you? I'm good. You've been a birthday boy.
3: I am a birthday boy yesterday. So, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I had a great day out, actually. Um, what did do? Hopefully. I had an Italian themed evening. Um, we went to Sprezzatura, the uh, Italian restaurant. Uh, there's one on Rat Minds actually, now. So, we went to that one. And then we went to see the yep. Sopranos film, And how Many that? Saints of Newark. We will maybe talk about it at the end. Okay. <laughs> no great. spoilers. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I can talk about it without spoiling it. Maybe, maybe hmm. I can. But we are going to talk about music mainly. That's that's obviously what we do around here. So I think we have a selection of albums and songs from each other um, to play for each other. And yes. uh, I think we'll start. We'll start with a, a, an album that I've been listening to a lot this month, and uh, one that I I still I I can't say I'm I'm fully in it yet, but. Um, it's, a, it's an album from Little Sims. It is called Sometimes I Might Be an Introvert. And here is a little flavour of it. This is a song called I Love You, I Hate
2: You. high, so be my demise. But my intentions <laughs> coincide with what I advise. The people looking up to me, doing everything right. But who am I to tell anyone how to live their life? Your pain, fresh hope will determine if you survive. I'm amazed by it. Lying to myself, pretending I was never faced by it. Maybe because you're in my DNA, that's why. you.
3: Okay, so uh, probably one of the biggest albums of the month for me, Little Sim. Sometimes I might be an introvert. Did Kanye came coming came out in August, right? I mean, I've still been listening to a bit to that because it's so long. Um and I think that one and this one have been the albums this month that have kind of been, um, on on the highest rotation perhaps and uh, so this is the fourth album from Little Sims. Um, interestingly, I only learned today because it did kind of annoy me the clunky title that is sometimes I might be an mm. introvert spells out Simbi, which is her actual name. Simbiatu is her name. So, um, she is an North London um MC. I think like Little Sims has been really, really growing in stature over the last few years, and I think this is clearly her best work. We've got nineteen tracks on this. It's um it's quite sprawling. There's some interludes there as well with this kind of posh English voice that don't quite work, but they're not like hmm. they don't great so much that I'm like, okay, uh um please don't uh put that on again. But I I mm. kind of it's an hour. They're not th- overly long, either, no, I think. No, they're now it's an hour the album's an hour and five minutes, and sometimes it does feel it just feels longer than other albums and I I mean like it's not too long because one of the my favourite songs on it is a song called Point and Kill and that comes very late on in the album Um, Mm -hmm. and I think the album is really you know um, Little Sims kind of you know, like the album that sometimes might be an introvert is talking about identity and you know losing yourself and, and becoming successful and, and, and not losing yourself in that or you know playing up to a character playing up to Little Sims the character or the person or the personality and talking about relate, how that relates musically it's very rich as you can hear there on that song um which was called I Love You I Hate You that is uh, there's lots of lovely strings on this album and um, the producer I guess it makes makes complete sense that I would be into this album because uh, as anyone knows, uh, the last four Salt albums S U A S U L T S A U um, L T, they are uh, a duo, and essentially the producer Inflow is one half of um, Salt, and is the main. Is producer. that new
1: information about Salt? Because um, I, re- I remember when I we were talking about them last, summer, maybe last year, the year before, and we weren't we weren't quite sure. Yeah, well, I were. actually
3: looked up. I think if you're ever if you're ever not sure who an act might be you can always look up BMI or ASCAP and find their publishing information and Ooh. you can literally find their names. So, Doxing Soul uh, <laughs> we? yeah yeah. hot, <laughs> hot tip um, but it's all public <laughs> available uh, knowledge just, uh, but yeah that's how I found it, it was uh, Inflow and uh, Cleo Soul who's also on this album as well doing backing vocals but there's just uh, there's a lovely soulful um, rich instrumentation thing going on here that I just think is mm. great and it's a really great backing for Little Sims the artist and uh, I think she's a really interesting artist. and there's a lot what I love about it as well at the moment is that i'm i'm spending a lot of time and um, listening to the album and i'm still going back and i'm still because it's so long actually and um, this is a positive now because it's it's like i haven't quite really processed it all and i'm not finished mm-hmm. with it so i'm still actively listening to this even though it came out on like 4th of september and um, so yeah i'm loving this uh this is a a little bit of Point and kill from the album and uh, this is with Obon-jay-yar. uh Bon JR I do what's I want I do what's I like I don't
4: watch face I know you nobody nobody I do what I want I do what's I like I don't watch this I know nobody
2: So foul in my lifetime. They be fine doing proper. No lie, lie, give me strength. Let me prosper. Daddy say, You want me to be lawyer, be doctor, riffraff, kiddie gun, window shopper. Oh, yeah, fine boy. Take away auntie, bougie, delay. Oh, I fancy when I see a time. Point and kill.
3: So that's Point and Kill from the album, the Nigerian um London artist. I am. Um, how do I pronounce this? Obon on that track as well. There's been a really interesting, you know, collection of people there with Inflow, Michael Kiwanuka, Salt, um, Little Sims, all kind of working together, Cleo Soul, all working together. I think that's a really, everything they're doing at the moment is really, really interesting and uh, well worth to listen. So, um, I presume that Salt album actually is due to be uh, deleted from streaming services shortly because it's only supposed to be up for 99 days or something, isn't it? Isn't that what the oh. whole buzz was? Yeah, I must have found out. Anyway, mm. have you been listening to Little Sims or any other albums that you'd like to recommend, Andrea?
1: I have been listening to Little Sims a little bit. I definitely feel like I want to spend a bit more time with it. I think I've only maybe listened to it the whole way through twice. But, I mean, I, lo- I love the sound of it, but I am i haven't kind of sat down with the lyrics yet, um, which is something I really want to do and kind of seek out where all the samples and stuff are from. But, yeah, it is quite long. It's kind of a... yeah it's a it's a task to kind of you know sit and find time to pay attention to it but it's also a lovely one to just kind of listen to walking around I think the first time I listened to it I was like walking down to the shops or something and I was like yeah this is a this is a buzz this is a vibe um but beyond that I have been listening to uh album wise houseplants um is maybe my album of the month um I was on arena last week talking about it so if you heard me there apologies for repeating anything I say, but um, Pants is uh, Dottie O'Droni and Paul Noonan um, of Bell X1 fame, but also of, you know, um, just being a general great songwriter um, and all-around good guy um, fame. And they've released a duo album um, called, well, the project is called Pants. The album is called Dry Goods and it sounds unbelievable. And we'll listen to, I think, my favorite track on the album, which is called Compañero.
2: The sun came up over the streets and the houses, swollen with the tide of rolling on the crest of a wave. There is a love.
3: is currently dancing around with her houseplants in front of the, the uh, camera. I am. <laughs> with
1: little guys. One of them, this one here, um, he, he nearly, mm, he was given to me by my friend Nadia and she came over uh, a few weeks ago and he had like one leaf on him and she was like, what happened to your plant? And I was like, oh God. <laughs> so I've been taking extra special care of him and I have to say he's absolutely thriving now that I've put him on my desk. And she, it, the mom plant that it came from lived on a desk too. So ah, we think maybe we it just, it likes, likes to be close a, to people. It likes to be on a desk, likes to be in a working environment. So that's good. Does, anyway. Does Dry um, Goods,
3: the album, like to be close to people?
1: I think so. Yeah. I, well, look, this is um, one of Ireland's best lyricists and one of Ireland's best electronic producers together. Um, it's, it's so much better than that sounds though, because I think that, They've really locked in to what each other wants from this project. It's kind of, as I said last week, it's uncharted territory for both of them. We haven't really heard Dahi uh, lean into lyrics in his music as much as he is here. And we haven't really heard Noonan, excuse me, kind of, you know, go, go electric as it were. And it also doesn't sound like you'd imagine... Uh, an album where like a veteran of the industry is like taking a, a newer person under their wing or anything they're very much coming at this project as as equals um and they have equal footing in it and i think <laughs> so. what you're the- saying is
3: paul newton is sucking the blood out of dying for this project <laughs> no
1: i don't mean that at all i definitely don't mean that for at the lot. record i, mean, I think even- dry
3: goods is a great album and uh, <laughs> i uh i saw paul Noon around the corner and he said so himself um, yeah, uh, and there's a great song on it all uh, called "No Stopping Me" and Manic. I'm actually in four and five. I, I the ones that aren't that single. Song. Yeah, know you mm. knew I would. Um, yeah, great tracks, great, great tracks. And it was nice because it was track. like, don't you love when you know you've heard maybe three or four songs from an album and you're like, oh, they're probably the best ones. And then you like just mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that one's really great. So
1: absolutely, yeah. Like I, I think um, e- even listening to. Interviews with them, uh, I would highly recommend the No Encore interview with them. Actually, and um, they got they go track by track through the album, and it's, it's absolutely brilliant. Two of them were really open. Yeah, I haven't listened to that but yet. E- but but even how they were kind of speaking with each other, there, they're they're just you know they're very well connected with each other and really connected into this project. Like they, they really believe in it. So, so you believe in it then when you listen to it, um, it's, it's a tight album. It's just nine songs. Uh, I don't think there's a filler on it. I think it's, um, song by song, all of the songs should be there. I wouldn't take any of them off. And I think it kind of reframed what's with all the pine for me. Cause that was a song that I liked when it came out. I was like, oh yeah, this is interesting. But I think hearing it in the context of the album and the kind of yeah, It's
3: an album opener as well. On the, um, it,
1: it's an album opener. It's it's very much a scene setter. So I do understand why they put that out as as the first track where I'm I probably would have put Campanero out, but Campanero was a nice surprise then d- down the line. But look, like I mean, I think the lyrics on it are brilliant. Um, and I think Dahi does a really good job at kind at that kind of balancing act between the kind of lyrics that Paul Noonan tends to write, which are a bit more somber, or uh, but but with a hint of humour. Dahi doesn't he doesn't you know contrast with them entirely. Like there is hints of kind of somber and introspection in his uh, in in his production and in, and in the music that he's writing for it and yeah the little piano lines that come throughout it as well yeah i just i just think it's it's absolutely gorgeous and if anyone didn't know companiero that we just heard there was a song written in the aftermath of the uh marriage referendum and it's a it's about kind of um the dawning of a new time um and a time in the country's history when things were good uh which is nice to think about now i suppose um especially reopening it's it sounds like a song of rebirth and reopening and and a lot of happiness so um i would absolutely recommend adding that to your playlist and definitely add that and um no stopping me to your running playlist (laughs) because i did and I've I've been getting PBs, baby. <laughs> <It's been> <laughs> <laughs> like re- very very good running songs, yeah. So very good. yeah, very great bad. album. If I if you haven't gone around to it for one reason or another, really really do
3: because uh, I think it's really great. do. So yeah, and Paul Pawnee originally uh, collaborated on "Take the Wheel." Jesus, take the wheel. Probably that was the first song. They think they worked on together.
1: That was the first song they worked on. Yeah, yeah and it was my favorite song from from that record. Loss, I I, I yeah, think well, they well, very well, immediately yeah. kind of gelled you know i think when they when they as soon as they first started uh writing music together it was it was kind of it was magic so i'm really happy that they made a full album and they wouldn't have unless it was for the lockdown so mm.
3: well we've more irish music to talk about later on and uh, but first uh, i want to take a diversion into a track from a london australian well an australian uh born a london-based producer her name is hi h-a-a-i i've been listening to a lot of her actually while i was away uh earlier this month i was listening to her boiler room from ava because i was thinking about going to ava and we'll talk about that later because i was oh, an yeah. actual festival um so we'll talk about that uh in a bit but um i was listening to her boiler room set i really enjoyed it she actually had a new track out this week and uh, it's called the sun made for a soft landing and uh, let's just play a bit of it because it's a bit of a vibe What well, is as the sun made for a soft landing from high and uh, I've been craving a lot of um, very, I, I guess, like a bit filthy music, <laughs> like dirty music well. almost recently. <laughs> um, You know, slippery, slippery music, Um, music that is a bit more, uh, I don't know, has a bit more grit to it and a bit more texture and just something I think, I think when we spend a lot of time listening to uh, music on Spotify, it can accidentally or not soil you into a certain uh, genres and sounds that you kind of then forget if you don't make a conscious effort to listen to stuff on Bandcamp or or uh, um platforms like that where you might And miss. if you want to
1: hear more about how the Spotify algorithm is designed to do that you should go back to our episode about what was the episode about <laughs> Nile when I talked about the Spotify thing what was that
3: I don't know when I went I I, was, I
1: went on yeah. a mad rant about how Spotify uh controls your playlists ah uh. I'll find it and we'll put it in the show notes. But if you want to learn more about how Spotify controls your listening. Well,
3: even like if you look at like I love using the release radar every Friday and that gives me what new releases are out from artists that I follow. Mm. Um, But you still do miss a lot of things. But although this this track actually did come up in that as well, but it was a reminder again to be like I have another track later on that I. that came directly from Bandcamp, so um, I will talk about that as well. But yeah, this is uh, hi, she is uh, Tennille Throssel. I originally moved to London with her, uh, she was in a psych shoegaze band called Dark Bells, and uh, that all fell apart when she was in London. Then started getting interested in house and techno, and then got a industry at Phonics in London, and quickly became kind of developed a, a sound that kind of has this kind of break heavy duty break kind of music and a bit of house and techno but also it's something else as well it kind of reminds me a lot of like a more breaky garagey kind of um, technoy version of uh, John Hopkins here especially um while well not a lot of all, not all of her stuff is like that um the boiler room in particular is very uh, it's kind of heavy, um, but she's been doing great recently. Uh, did some uh, a remix for the Chemical Brothers and stuff like that. Um, I think yeah, kind of one of those ones where we're like, oh, it's nice to hear something I just hadn't heard before. Um and mm. she's a great title from twenty nineteen from a song called Don't Flatter Yourself Love, which I was also being listening to. <laughs> um, but that is The Sun Made for a Soft Landing from High. Now we're gonna uh it's your turn next, but before we continue, I just want to say that uh we uh couldn't do the show without uh, your full support on patreon.com forward slash nine oh nine. Uh from a five hour a month you can support uh, both the podcast and the website. And you get decent perks around uh, Discord communities and uh, playlists every week and uh, more stuff to come. I'm going to bring back the radio show again soon, like I I keep saying, but I will, I will. And What I I will
1: say is like more than one person in the Discord has been reminded because of the Discord to buy gig tickets that morning. Um, oh yeah that's really that's actually like it's it's, it's kind of a bespoke service for like hey you should get cmat tickets today (laughs) yeah yeah
3: yeah yeah. it's good that's very handy we've had that a good yeah good few times so good few times yeah Um, so that's patreon.com forward slash 909 that's the sell over but i'm gonna drop it over to you andrea you're gonna pick a song from a, a band who are based between dublin london and bristol i believe
1: I am. Um, before we do that, just the podcast that I was referring to a minute ago was the podcast on Broken. It's called Hashtag Broken Record and oh, Campaign record. to Fix yeah, course, Streaming. Yeah. Uh, that was that episode. Yes. Uh, my next song is from a band called Mail, um, who you may or may not know. You'll probably know Constance Connie Keane, who is fears. Um, she is part of a group uh, along with Roshini Geralt, Jamie Hyland, Zoe Greenway, and Sean Nolan, kind of a post-punk Um, feminist band uh, who have had a couple of really good singles before uh, Laundries and Asking For It Um, and they have a new single called Gender Studies
2: Study my gender tell me it's not enough shout at me in the streets claim it'll make me tough why don't you study my gender tell me there's only two me that it's perfect, it's enough for me and you Why don't you study my gender? Pedal those titled lines if the violence is justified Sex or I kind of lies, why don't you study my gender? I am no fun anymore. But I used to be quiet and pretty. do you like that old me more. Why don't you study my gender? Just so we both can see. Ask and face questions. Pretend you're not hurting
1: me. Uh, so this is a band whose merch includes a tote bag that says, uh, I think it's like Ghost, a uh, post-rock boy today. And I'm all about that. I love that. Yeah, these, uh this band are really cool. I remember when I... Uh, I was interviewing um Connie Keane Fears for for so for her album actually um a while back and I ended up speaking to her mostly about male because I just I think they're a really cool band they've a really great ethos very along the riot girl sensibilities but they really sort of put their money where their mouth is uh in terms of kind of female empowerment and now with with this song gender studies uh in terms of being inclusive to um agender and gender non-conforming and non-binary people as well and the idea of dismantling not only what you think a woman can do but also what a woman is or isn't um and in kind of true punk style the the lyrics are pretty straightforward the sound is kind of rough and ready it's not very polished but that is, you know, that's the that's the aesthetic, that's the vibe, and I'm really happy actually that there is an Irish female led. Uh, I think four fifths of the band are, are are female, and they have their uh, what Connie called at the time uh, their token male in the band, <laughs> and um, who I think was recruited into the band because Connie went into a record store and she'd heard that. The guy in the record store listened to uh, Sonic Youth or something. And she went up to him and was like, do you listen to Sonic Youth? And he was like, yeah. And she was like, do you want to be in a band? And I was like, yeah, it's pretty punk, actually. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I think they're a really cool band. Um, They have an EP coming on the 29th of October, I believe. And that is on Tull Records or the record label Tull, which is run by uh, Constance Keane. So um, definitely look out for that. I think they're a very cool band.
3: Yeah, and uh, they have a, a, the Dinked edition of the, um, which is Dinked is like a UK independent record shop um, kind of uh, line of a release. And uh, they have a version of that for the EP. It's completely gone already. It's like completely, yeah. you cannot get it. Um, But yeah, are playing in the Workman's Club Cellar in Dublin, actually, on the 12th of November. So uh, I think I'd like to go see that now. Um, please? I think I would too um, I may even buy tickets right now that is yeah so the mail and it's spelled M-H-A-O-L well, uh, I really like that song from Mail. And again, I like we were talking about, like wanting something a bit greetier these days mm. at the moment. And they are certainly doing it for me. Although, you know, I think that's the nice side of the kind of spoken word uh, guitar music and stuff. I'm hearing obviously a lot of it in the UK at the moment. The mm. The currently buzzing act of the moment is a band called Yard Act, who will be playing here in March. And I actually don't mind one of their songs, but it it's... It's that thing where it's like this is all going to be a parody of itself if it keeps going another mm. year. Do you know what I mean? Like the spoken word postponed
1: scratch card lanyard.
3: Yeah, stuff. yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, like we said, we love dry cleaning and and they're my oh, yeah. favorite example of it. But there's quite a lot of it happening now, and mm. it's some of it's going to get a bit too uh, overindulgent and. Uh, we're sure, we'll see how it goes, but that's it. Yeah. That is. Male. I tend to
1: prefer when women do it.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think that's fair. Yeah, because the Yard Act one is very, maybe, maybe because I'm not English as well, it's not quite doing it for me. Um, mm. or maybe it feels a bit affected. And I think when it starts to feel affected, then you're like, okay, no, yeah, not into it. Okay, absolutely. well, uh, I'm gonna go back and pick an album now because uh, it came out a while ago, but this is the album that won the Polaris Music Prize last night. In Canada and it is from Cadence Weapon and it is an album called Parallel World. So released earlier this year um, the Polaris Prize winning as it was announced this week. Uh, Cadence Weapon actually like uh, do know him a little bit. He stayed in my house years ago <laughs> a long time really? ago and he used to collaborate with my friends uh, Super X, Party back in the day. I haven't seen him for a long long time for obvious reasons but uh, yeah the album came out earlier this year and he's always done like kind of electro and electronic kind of rap stuff and this album in terms of its production first of all there's the likes of jack screen and uh, jimmy edgar martin um and a lot of other um producers from canada that i don't know the name or or don't know offhand but then the album is kind of this thematic uh piece about Racism, systemic racism, structural inequality, uh, housing, police profile, and uh, the internet especially and uh, the internet's negative, uh, you know, impact on people's lives, surveillance and how that works in terms of like the privacy settings and, and uh, public public settings you allow on your phone, all that kind of stuff. So the productions very much are like kind of a little bit um, electronic, a little bit grimy, a little bit... Uh, maybe trap as well so i'm going to play a track from from the album called uh, skyline to give you an example so here we go here's skyline from cadence web
4: faceless made the streets look stainless the surgery wasn't painless no past just traces nowhere to play just playlists walk through town it was looking strange all i saw was weed places they want to keep us sedated they don't want civic engagement LRT stations in Little Jamaica, lead to match displacement, kind of ads with white faces. Who's gonna gain from the changes? I don't recognize the skyline, and I can't see the sunshine. So I hold in the skyline, read about it in a headline. I don't recognize the skyline. No, I can't see the sunshine. No, I can't see the sunshine. No, I can't see the sunshine. <laughs> the powers that be, they trick us. Loopholes to evict us. Slum lords, in effect, raising a the rent. Then they blame the victims. The city tears down encampments. My neighbors bought a place in Hamilton right next to the mansions they acting like it isn't happening city planners never plan for us Mayor Tory There's a
3: lot of things happening around housing in the world at the moment that seem to be uh, resonating mm. in different places and as you can hear there there's a lot of uh, parallels between Dublin and uh, Toronto and that is the album is called Parallel World and it is from Cadence Weapon which was announced as the winner of the Polaris Prize yesterday cool as well
1: is it me or does that sound a bit like clipping by way of like Kendrick Lamar's third album? <laughs> I definitely, yeah, I
3: definitely hear the, yeah, there's the, there's a clipping buzz on that track for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely hear that there. It's kind of that wonky, wonky, gritty beat as well. So. Yeah. Gritty, gritty is the term, is, is my, uh, my team for the month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to stay on that. No, actually I've just seen what I'm going to be talking about next, and I'm definitely, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. No. Um My Next Choice um, is an album. Um, although I have to say I haven't spent a ton of time with it. I know that I like it overall, but maybe I'll I'll keep it to just one or two songs. Um Andy Schauf is back. Shoff We're back to this, don't really know. Um, know Andy Schauf is back. Um, New album, Wilds. I think a surprise release. I don't think we knew this was coming. Um, I certainly didn't until the Friday morning, uh, last Friday.
3: Thanks to the Discord for letting us know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was in in, in the Discord, posted it in, and I was like, oh, yes, please. Um, uh, If anyone's not aware, um, Andy Schauf, we loved his album, The Neon Skyline.
3: From two January 2020.
1: Ago. Oh, is it January 2020? Yeah. Wow. Um, and he had a previous album called The Party. His albums so far have kind of, I would, I mean, I think the Neon Skyline is definitely a concept album. The Party is definitely a concept album. But I wouldn't be put off by that um, idea because all, all of the songs are, you know, they very, very much stand up individually. But guess who's back on this album? It's Judy. only old Judy. <laughs> Judy's back. Um, yeah, when I when I heard her coughing up on the songs, I was like, oh. So um, yeah, I mean, sound wise, this is uh, definitely a bit pared back from the Neon Skyline, which was this kind of uh, not lush but quite bandy sound. Uh, whereas a lot of this is just sort of acoustic guitars, the odd bit of drum, the odd. Is bit it of, demos? You know. is
3: it like, a, is it or like? Um, yeah, I songs think that so. But
1: for the album, kind of. Thing. Um, I. I think it's demos that were kind of worked, mm. um, that were kind of touched up a bit, but they're they're off cuts, I think. Um, and I mean, but a- again, I wouldn't let I wouldn't let that kind of put you off listening to it. Uh, do, it doesn't sound like a like demos. It doesn't sound like anything um, that shouldn't be on a full record. Um, it sounds great. It sounds really good. Uh, the song that I popped on the playlist for us to play is called uh, jay Walker which has the best music video of the year of a cat under a car just chilling vibing hanging out not in a bat like he's just he's, he's fine he's the car is parked uh, very nice music video yeah and the song is 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 lovely um yeah this right, is Jaywalker. Walker jay
2: Walker with your head home never saw it coming Moving your lips like you're wanting to smile Everything that you love always goes out of style Took a good chance on a triumph or two Hanging around town Good on you. Jay with low and saw coming.
1: I really love the sound of that song, the kind of woozy, hazy sound. And I think this, you know, it, it comes mm. at a point in the record where the, the, the whole record is kind of looking at the idea of a kind of a the the fading light uh, uh, of of a relationship and the realization that it's going to end. Um, I think with Judy, um, so I I guess this is like in a way kind of a prequel to Ooh, the Neon Skyline, I suppose. Prequel. That's that's my <laughs> reading of it anyway. I might right, I might uh, be yeah, completely yeah. wrong on on that, but that's kind of what I got from it. But yeah, that song Jaywalker is kind of we're we're quite familiar with this character that Chef. Sh- sh- shelf is playing I need to be confident when I say that shelf that shelf is playing um in these albums he's a, this kind of meandering character who's just kind of walking through life and things are happening to him um and he's very much this kind of observer and I think in this song you really get a sense of him literally you know just j- jaywalking through life um and you know what happens when you jaywalk you can get hit by a car um I'm not sponsored by the like the New York police. The, the Americans are weird about jaywalking, I think. Um we do it a lot here. But um yeah, it sounds like somebody just kind of meandering through life and not not really engaging uh too much. And there's another song on it um oh god, sorry. Spanish Spanish something. I don't have the track list in front in front of me, but it's um Spanish on the beach. Spanish on the beach, yes. Um that's another really clever song about, uh, kind of, uh, misunderstanding and language barriers. Um, he's just, he's such a good lyricist. Like he can, he can pack a lot of themes and ideas into one song or even one line. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I highly, if, if you like the neon skyline, you'll absolutely like this, but all, I mean, equally, if you like, I mean, like, I could hear even, like, a little bit of, like, Tandem Felix in this. Um, I think in, in that song, you could hear, like, a slight bit of, like, Mac DeMarco in, in that, like, chorus uh, guitar mm, part. Yeah. I think it's a really pleasant album. It's it's very nice one to listen to at this time of year. Lovely. Um yeah. It's great.
3: I think he's uh rescheduled it again to May twenty twenty two, I think I believe. Um, oh, has he? So yeah, so it was originally okay. supposed to be March last year, I think. Uh, is I he playing
1: remember. he's playing somewhere like the Button Factory or something? The he? Button. He's playing the button. Is buttoner. it the Button? Yeah. yeah, he
3: is, yeah. I That's don't have it. a ticket for that
1: yet, actually. Yeah, us have a little bit go about that.
3: All right. I mentioned earlier on about uh, discovering music on Bandcamp and the next uh, my next choice is one of those tracks. Um I uh, well in fairness, originally they had sent me a track uh, before but there is a connection to this act Uh, so these uh, this is a rapper called Sulawan so it's an Irish language rapper who's been making music uh, well the productions for which are made by our friend uh, Cork artist Bantam and uh, so he is from Lestole. this rapper and uh, I I really liked what he's done so far and uh, you know what I love about Bandcamp on Friday is that when you get an email that says some 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 something, something somebody somebody's has a new release and you're like cool mm-hmm. I wonder what that is and then you like go and listen to are like this is great <laughs> and yeah. that's the best part about you know direct to fan Bandcamp communication and it's real nice to to be able to get that and uh, yeah and you
1: then know, you go and you buy the music you literally go buy the track oh which my is what God. I did here the, so yeah then the artist gets the money amazing all of the money
3: yeah <gasps> so this song is called incantation of vale faila flow funk right and this is a uh, sulawan so i really love the the wonkiness of all this here this is a bantam produced song and the actress is called sulawan <laughs>
4: I'm a big I'm not a big deal. I'm not a big deal. I'm not a I'm not Almost too gone, my on nct you got them I didn't Mullin Save Pass I got them I didn't Mullin More Reb got them mindin' I What does crowd
3: there you go, Uh Sula One, Incantation of Fela Flow Funk is the track. Uh, I love that Bantam has kind of done some kind of like footworky kind of put a beat to that. So it kind of has that shimmering high BPM quality. And uh, yeah, it's always great to hear Irish language uh, rap. There's not a lot of it. There's an act called Imlay uh, from, I believe, Donegal that does it as well. Um, not that many of them. Obviously, there's Neve Cap as well who kind of flip between English and Irish as well, but uh, always mm. nice to hear something, especially something just kind of low key as well, you know, like, yeah. um, and I like that. I like that about it. And uh, so that is uh, com. That's where you'll find that. Um, it's kind of like,
1: because I don't speak Irish and I don't understand Irish. Um, You know, do, do you ever listen Do you listen to much like French rappers? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like kind of to listen to the tone. Yeah. You, you're just kind of enjoying the sound of it and the, the shapes of the words. Um, I know shame on me for not learning any Irish, but listen, um, I'm the, I, I enjoyed but the never sound of that.
3: I never was never great at it. So Yeah.
1: Um, I got Duolingo for it and um I just I didn't improve. <laughs> I showed absolutely <laughs> no improvement okay, in my understanding. Well, but look, oh well. It is what it Maybe is. Maybe if I get into Irish language rap. No shame
3: no shame around here, okay?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Garama. Right.
3: <laughs> All right, your turn. Oh, uh, oh no! Actually, it's my, I'm gonna. I'm gonna continue because I, I have okay. an extra. I have an extra song. I think. Do I have an extra song? Yes. Sorry. I'm gonna. So I said I was at a festival over the weekend. What a novelty, right? I went to mm. Ava Festival in Belfast. a uh, Big electronic Huge dance Gip festival. True. Ten thousand people were at it, Andrea. It was like that feels fake. Being in. Uh, yeah, it was. It was not a virtual background. It was. Man. A real thing. So. I was looking know, at
1: your Instagram stories, and I was like, I. I was like, no, these must be like, you know, this day four years ago or whatever. But they weren't. They they were real.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They were real people. And, uh, Mm. you know, um, it was weird at first because obviously it's the first time in a long time that anyone's done it. And uh, uh, you know, for a lot of people, it was probably the first um, big gig back. Um, Mm. But especially for for us from, uh, from the South, you know, to be able to just pop up two hours up the road and go to a Ten thousand cap festival outdoors was Mm. something else. And it took me took me about an hour to kind of like readjust and be like, oh, because we arrived at seven o'clock in the evening on the Friday and it was very much like things were in full swing. You're like, Whoa, Mm. I haven't done this for a while. (laughs) Um nervous is not the word for it, but um Mm. You know, it didn't take long for for me to settle back into old habits, like even you know, queuing at the bar and stuff like that. You're like, this all feels so familiar. Well, that'll help. Won't yeah, so? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those kind of things really helped, and I like uh, I did a big piece on the on the website this week, all mm-hmm. about my festival experience there at Ava Festival. It's a great festival. It's great bookings, and uh, Optimo were one of my highlights. I saw it Gemma Dunleavy, Levy um, and Oh G. man, I
1: saw it was um, great. Instagram videos of Gemma Dunleavy and she seemed to just tear that place up like yeah. people were really really into her
3: I think there were a lot of people up from the from the south as well so that was mm. great um, so it was really nice buzz there Um, obviously it's a huge it was all a lot of the big sets at the main stage were streamed on Boiler Room so the likes of um, I don't well actually Fajak and Kink and people like that Hammer were on the main stage Helena Hauf um, Sunil Sharp but the reason I'm I, I picked a song because it's very rare that now well, it's obviously been a long time since I got to play a song that I heard at a festival mm. so uh, I want to shout out Robbie Kiss for this one because uh, he closed on Saturday early night um in on the uh the grasses stage at the festival and my god did that man know how to uh let people get loose um it was great crack it was just like this very an hour and a bit of fizzy original ravey bangers um he was playing all sorts like he had some loads of 90s tracks like uh, lisa lashes was in there uh the uh, the song hackney parrot who uh, which is really What's great. What's the big
1: Lisa Lisa Lashes song?
3: Oh, uh, I think it's called "Good Something," "Good Feeling," or something like that. Um, oh yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I remember uh, yeah.
1: that on on a on a side two of a Now CD.
3: Yeah, it would have been something like that. Yeah, yeah, something triggered things. in my mind. Now. He was play. He had a like a, a Madonna edit and stuff like that. And "Looking Good" was the name of the Lisa Lashes song. But one of the songs he played? Um you know it's just a testament to what a great what being in a festival is about uh it's the kind of song that i just never would have thought to listen to or play and mm. in the context of his set it was just so great and uh, it is this song right it's uh it's, it's from yomanda from 1999 and it's called synth and String. that was Synth and Strings by Amanda from 1999 which Robbie Kidd played at an AVA festival. Just want to shout out Robbie and shout out him playing something like that kind of, you know, it was kind of like the embodiment of 18 months of pent up uh, no (laughs) dancing and it's like, what's the most hyperactive thing I could think of and that kind of is up there. It was kind of one of those songs where, like, the next day I was, like, giddy thinking about it. I was like, that was gas. That was really good fun. That and reminds
1: just... me of being in in a club in town. I, do you remember that Club Night Church?
3: Oh, Three yeah, yeah. No, I never went to I it, was, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I was at that, and um, the DJ played Set You Free by Entrance. Yeah, yeah. Ev- everyone just lost their mind, because it was, like, really, like... I think that club was a bit hip for me. Like it was a very like Deep House and cool people standing around listening to Deep House. And, blah, blah. and then this DJ just played Set You Free by Entrance and everyone lost their fucking minds. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. Well, look, I think that's <laughs> Sometimes it. Sometimes you that's, need that, you know. Yeah,
3: and, and like Optimo, you know, they're known for their eclectic sets and, you know, they can play. The last time, I, well, we played with them with Lumo out at Jam Park R.I.P., but... Um and they were playing those Adobe kind of like reggae and kind of stuff like that, but this time they were just like, no, we're playing Out of mm-hmm. Space by The Prodigy. They played uh, Lay All Your Love on Me by Abba, um, and Robin S Show Me Love. So they were just like, we know you haven't been at a festival every yeah. year for you don't months. need
1: to listen to like really cool music right now. You need to just hear. Yeah bangers yeah
3: so it was great it was great so a lot of people got that brief and uh delivered on that so i had a great time cool. ABA festival Um, that was robbie kit uh and uh he is playing the the pilot event back on uh this friday night in the button factory you can believe that or it's thursday night thursday night actually so by the time oh, this is out yeah. tonight pilot festival yeah. the pilot festival yeah um mm. but yeah he's he's playing um in the button factory again i think uh as part of the flourish series as well um so do check that out as well so uh, Andrea, I, I seat the floor to you.
1: Uh yes, okay, so my next track is from Snail Mail. Uh, and it's called Valentine's Day.
2: City Cameras, don't they stop to stare at you. Can't love first boat. It's us to fuck
1: So that's Valentine from Snail Mail. Uh, a bit of a different sound from her, I think. Um, kind of used to her sounding a bit more acoustic. I think this sounds great. I like how it's sort of um, high concept, high octane kind of strings and a bit spooky in the verses, and then it goes into this kind of big, emo-driven chorus. So this is the first track I believe from her upcoming album which is also going to be called uh, Valentine and that will be her second record and that's out on the 5th of November. So I'm I'm looking forward to hearing this new sound. I think her voice sounds great. Um and I like this direction that she's going in. I like this kind of um it's not quite spooky <laughs> but it's 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 maybe maybe more mature. Um, I, I don't know if that's a if that's kind of a patronising thing to say because she is she is young, but I think this this sounds more mature. And if this is the direction that she's going in with the album, I'm I'm very very
3: much looking forward to it. Good, good, very good. Yeah. Um, that is snail mail, song called Bantyne. Um, uh, my next choice is uh, from an Irish artist, uh, well London based Irish artist. Her name is Spider. And uh, Her She was originally making music As an artist called Jen uh, But last week came out With a new single Second single from uh, Sp- The Spider uh, Project It's called I'm fine I'm good I'm perfect And it sounds like Mission, That is Spider. Song is called I'm Fine, I'm Good, I'm Perfect. And uh, yeah, a very new artist and just one I wanted to shout out on Mm. this podcast. I think we have one more song left, Andrea.
1: Yeah, just on that uh, Spider song, um, I love an exclamation mark. In a song title <laughs> it just makes me because it's not hate them in I'm, an
3: email love them in a love them in a song title
1: oh i i'm throwing out exclamation about i'm like oh th- no worries if not that's my whole <laughs> that's my email vibe yeah I'm, or like smiley faces yeah i'm i'm a i'm not a good person to email with because i'm just like nah, is everything okay anyway um yes my last choice uh is by kinsey um, and it's called Mr. Nice Guy.
2: you go outside, I know this may come across, the line, but there can never be too many. Layers.
1: That's Kinsey, who is Kira Lindsay, um, Irish multi-instrumentalist songwriter and producer. And so this track is the first new single since her EP, Things That Don't Exist, which was released in January, just gone. And she says about it, it's a song about money and working and having one of those horrible bosses who tells you he's trying to be the nice guy while he goes through you outside in the street. Relatable. Um... It's mostly based on an encounter I had in a waitressing job. I suppose there's a me- message in there about the power of empathy and kindness and how you deal with people. Um, is it me or does she sound a bit like Gwen Stefani?
3: Oh um, well, uh, yeah, I, I can I can sort of hear that retrospectively. Yeah, I um, think
1: in the in the verses especially, I w- I was really hit with like, oh, this sounds like no doubt, um, which I'm not, which is a good thing in my book. Um, I've been kind of keeping an eye on Kinsey for a while now and i'm so ready for her to make that leap and for people to really start knowing her because this certainly
3: seems like a leap doesn't it i mean yeah yeah. it's gone very quickly isn't it
1: yeah and i mean she co-produced this track um with james Dring, who has worked with um gorillas before and jamie t so there's definitely a bit more um a bit more being thrown at this but i think it sounds great um I'm excited for her, for, for people to, to know her and for her to kind of make, make that leap into people knowing who she is and listening to her music, because she's such a talent, like, and you know, she's, she's 23, I think. So
3: yeah. Um, I I saw her her her. play a gig in Whelan's upstairs when she was just, I mean, I guess it was only early, early, like first single possibly, second single, Mm. I don't know, I can't remember. It's been a while, obviously, Mm. (laughs) Um, but she has some gigs coming up. Uh, She's playing Pitchfork Music Festival. In yeah. the 14th of November. she got um what else you got? Uh 9th of December in Whelan's upstairs as well. Uh, 10th of December, Connolly's Lep, and Casbah Social Club in Limerick on the 11th of December. So more gigs I for regret. you to book if you like. Cool. Very good. All right, well, She's that's all of that our song. recommendations yeah. for uh for uh this week, this month. And uh I guess um before we finish with it's any other business time, is there anything you'd like to Discuss uh, anything you've been watching or reading or, or um, listening to this week or this month that you like I've to I've been Sherps?
1: watching Bake Off.
3: Obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Back um, on it.
1: Team Juergen, um, as everybody is, uh, he's amazing. Um, I've also been baking. I'm back on the baking. Oh. So last week I made a lemon drizzle cake and this week I made cookies. So that went well. I've been watching that um, Nine Perfect Strangers, that one with Nicole Kidman. Um, oh yeah, I,
3: have, I haven't heard much about it myself. But.
1: It's good. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I wouldn't come out and say it's like the best thing ever. It's basically the music video for Mood Ring by Lord, but a horror, or not a horror, kind of a thriller. It's, about, it, it's based on a book. It's about nine people who go to this um, wellness retreat in America. Um, and it's run by this sort of um, elusive long blonde hair like elven looking nicole kidman um and you know hijinks ensue uh Mm. it's good yeah i'd recommend it as like a little easy watch if you're looking for something to pop on while you're eating your dinner that's lovely um and what else oh yeah i I saw the the green knight film oh yeah i Um, also saw that
3: as well yeah yeah
1: yeah which i thought was excellent I, i've been so so excited to um to to see it to see this adaptation um i think i think anyone who studied english in college you know was like ha- had to read sir sir gawain and the green knight right um, i didn't realize that so yeah. to see it yeah it's kind of one of those it's kind of like um it's kind of like you have to read the canterbury tales Like the I, I just think that if I, if this was out while I was studying like medieval lit, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is, this is very it's cool. Lit. Is it? it's is lit. It? Yeah, exactly. Whereas at the time it was like, this is a good story. Um, but oh God, the adaptation is, is absolutely fantastic. It's such a beautiful tonal film. You absolutely do not need to read the like 14th century poem or whenever it was, um, <laughs> or know anything about the story. It's pretty well laid out, um, Dev Patel was stunning in it. He's absolutely brilliant. And yeah,
3: it's very sumptuously shot, isn't it? Oh, it's so it's beautiful to watch.
1: Beautiful, and, and like from the first frame, like I'm going to watch it again. Um, I think I'd like to go see it in the. I, I watched it at home here because it, it it has like a limited cinematic run, um, in Ireland. Certainly, I'm not sure about the UK. Um, and it's available on I think Amazon Prime. Uh, if you wanted to watch it at very home, nice. but well, I. Know would like to see it in the cinema, I think so I might yeah. uh put on my big girl pants and go out to the world and maybe go to the cinema to see very it but good. I highly highly recommend it' it's stunning and oh just all the like typography throughout mm, yeah, it. it just love that. oh, so good, yeah, very well, excited about that film. I went to the
3: cinema last night and the movie I went to see. You will have to know the previous text because it yes. is a the sopranos film, The Many yeah. Saints of Newark. Um, without trying to give too much. Although away. I mean, I
1: I don't think uh, Mark Kermode gave it three stars, and he have he's never seen the Sopranos. Um, oh
3: wow! I think having seen the film, I think you will get the Sopranos watchers, people who are familiar with the Sopranos universe, will get the most out of it because there's a lot of kind of
1: that seems to be the consensus. It's five yeah. stars from Soprano watchers, three stars from people who haven't seen it. Which to be. You know, split the difference. That seems fine. Yeah,
3: that's not too bad. Um, I w- I would be interested to see if uh if, if you had never watched the Sopranos, what you think of the film because mm. it it probably adds a different like um lens to the film and and its focus because you know obviously it's basically it features a young uh, Tony Soprano played by Michael Gandolfini, his son. Obviously, mm. um, James Gandolfini passed away in 2013, so it's very it's very emotional watching it almost because mm-hmm. it's like it is him playing his dad yeah. as a gangster. He looks um, like him. And he really does. a physicality yeah. is there. But to be honest, uh, uh, the trailer probably does give you uh, lend too much weight to that part of it because it's not really about him. He's not really the main character in this. So um, oh. it's kind of uh, yeah because it does kind of like at first you're like oh this is weird but i actually enjoyed the way it was set up um there's some interesting for sopranos fans definitely there's some great returning characters the likes of uh junior soprano was in it um and the actor that plays him is uh is he is the one
1: called? who i've only seen like one season of Sopranos. is he the one who wears the glasses yeah
3: yeah 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 he, yeah yeah so, i love him yeah Corey Stahl, who you might recognize from god he's in oh he's in um what was it called uh House of Cards and all that kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. He was he was in that kind of stuff, um. <clears throat> so I would I so I think it's really good. I think it's it's very enjoyable. Um, I think where it probably falls down in in is a uh, the fact that it doesn't have obviously as much time as the the TV show to languish and spend time with the characters and mm. um, so you're obviously not going to get the same level of nuance so I think if you know that going in you're like this is a self-contained story based on the uh, Sopranos universe a couple of strange things with it um. but you know if you want to know a bit more about that we can talk on the discord wherever you are yeah. <laughs> so come and have a chat there about there's it a, wanna, there's a film things. chat
1: in the discord yeah come there is in. so
3: I haven't talked about it yet there so we may do that Um. okay Um. anything else you'd like to talk about
1: um i'm trying to think what books i've read this month um no don't think so
3: well i read your recommendation. i read a really
1: bad book well no it wasn't really bad but it was just disappointing and i was sad at the end of it um What's what was your worst? recommendation or my well my uh, you, you
3: recommended white city so i read that oh yeah did you like white city yeah that was really good so i, I recommend white
1: off. city too. Everybody. White City, but every time he takes drugs, it gets faster. Um, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant book. Um, which came out I think last year. Um I read, I read it this year and I've just been telling everybody to read it. It's yeah, a stunning, stunning
3: book. Great. It is um
1: and really funny. It's
3: called Kevin Power. Kevin Power. So don't yeah. get the name and the title mixed up, or you'll call the book White Power, so don't do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or Kevin City,
3: <laughs> Kevin City, not not quite as uh, loaded. <laughs> also not somehow. the name of the book.
1: Um, yeah, brilliant book. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would actually recommend White City to somebody who is in a bit of a reading slump and wants to get back into reading again. I think that that is a really nice book, too. Like, it's exciting. It's a bit of a page turner. It's funny. Um, I mean, especially if you're Irish, especially if you um, if you're from Dublin, I suppose, specifically. But it's great.
3: Yeah. Uh, well, I have a few more books to read. Uh, one you may have read already. Sally Rooney's a new one. Have you read oh, it? Oh, yeah. 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 And uh, yes. is it a thumbs up or thumbs down?
1: I I thought it was outstanding. I think right. it's the best book.
3: Oh, wow. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. that's my next start. You can and then read I have... my
1: review of that uh, uh, in the business post, actually. You have a <laughs> Very good. subscription uh, to that.
3: Yeah. Uh, Penenka by uh, Ron Heskin is also there. And another book you recommended... Which is called, you saw it last week, and I forgot, is it True Lies? No, fake, no, what's it called? Ah, oh, Fake Views, I don't know what it's called. I can't see it, it's fake over accounts. here. Fake Accounts, Fake accounts. yes. Fake
1: Accounts by Lauren Euler. Euler, yes. I think. Well, it's on, it's on my desk, oh, yeah, so, she's great. you know, yeah. I'm ready yet. That's brilliant, you'll love that.
3: You recommend. And okay.
1: actually, I, I saw a really cool conversation between her and Kevin Power, Um around i can't remember what it was i think it was um it was just some panel or something and they were both on it um great and they were talking about each other's work and i was there having read both of those books and been really big fans of those books just being like oh this is very cool um clued so, in
3: you're clued in. yeah very good very clued in yeah great great stuff okay well um we are hurtling towards october which is going to be a very different field to things uh, by the time we get to the end of the month And things are going to reopen and gigs are going to happen again and clubs and all that kind of stuff. So there'll be more there'll be more experiences in the world, which I'm really looking forward to. And uh, I'm I'm going to go to some (laughs) theater stuff this week.
1: My Halloween Uh, costume.
3: Yes, yes. Halloween. (laughs) Halloween, of course. course. Sorry for our listeners. I put on a
1: pirate um, filter on Zoom.
3: You did indeed. (laughs) okay this is enough. the
1: silly time of of the podcast where things just get yeah okay yeah i, I get
3: <laughs> the, the smiling laughing emoji there yes. so, uh, yeah so yeah lots lots to come um i'm i'm going to do a couple of uh dublin theater shows and stuff uh in the next couple of weeks as well so yeah. be looking forward to doing that also doing a bit of DJing sometime soon as well um lovely yeah, so yeah keep an eye out so where um, you be going? i'll be i'll be out and about soon finally and uh, then yeah. all these gig tickets I have that are, are coming up in October especially November oh I'm going to be out most nights <laughs> mm. I need to look um, and
1: see when the gigs that I bought tickets for are because they might be soon um, yeah, yeah. but I'm sure somebody in our discord will um, will point it out to us yeah
3: um, All right, great. Um well I'm
1: that's gonna it just from us this a, week. A t- I'm gonna give a tiny plug to the podcast because I'm coming to the end of season one of my favorite album with Andrea Cleary. Um and this week's episode is out now. It's with Cassie Delaney, who hosts the creep dive. and we spoke about um bright eyes, I'm wide awake it's morning, and it was a lovely, cozy chat. Come on down. Uh, one episode to go next week, and it's a big one. So
3: Great. The big one is coming. And yeah, uh, yeah, and um, we've been we just uh, finished the last night of the Seconds Away um, five part series on YouTube. Uh, Saint Sister was last night. So um, you can watch all five of them. Soak is on it. There's loads of acts. It's just like chaka. With, with with bands and uh, Melts, Pastiche, trying to remember everybody. I can't. Uh, Danny Larkin. There's just too many to remember. There's too many bands playing already. Oh, look, they're just all there and they're all great. So have a look at them and uh, they're all on YouTube on the 909 YouTube channel. So have a look at that seconds away. All right. That's it from us. Uh, Patreon.com if you want to say hello and support us. And um, that is always appreciated. Uh, Andrea, we'll talk very soon as in next week. Until then, Goodbye, everybody.
1: Adieu. Goodbye.